Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for taking time to put the word of God in your heart and spend time with us here on this podcast. I'm going to read to you from Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 26. I'm reading from the New Living Translation now. It says, If the godly give in to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. I was reading this, um, been reading through Proverbs this last uh, month. I've read through Proverbs pretty consistently the last number of years, but giving special attention to it this this month. And I read that and I immediately thought of Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. It says, "If if the godly give in to the wicked, it's like polluting water or muddying a spring, polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. And I immediately thought of Pastor Rodney and really the, the state of the church that we see here in, in the USA, where you have this um, coronavirus lockdown. You know, and if you, if, you, if you take a step back and you ask the question, all right, I, if, if the plan, the devil has a plan, right? So when you look at the world, you can look at it through the eyes of the way people, regular people see it or the world sees it or the secular world sees it. Um, where, you know, for most people, a lot of people who don't have a eternal perspective and a Bible perspective, they believe that everyone's generally good. And then you have only very few bad people and people are generally good natured and people try to do the right thing. And the leaders are all trying to do the right thing. and, and, And that's the way generally people see things. And then you have what the Bible says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. And that You have people who are the children of God, and then you have people who are the children of wrath, the children of disobedience, that without God, man's heart uh, rebels from God and is is becomes, uh, as it grows further from God, it becomes uh, antichrist-like, right? Where it doesn't want anything to do with God. You can just go on Twitter and see that you'll have someone, there's a guy that I follow who talks about investment advice, and then he'll post a scripture and people will freak out on him, like, I wish you would lead your religion stuff at home. You know, he could talk about anything else. I mean, it's his Twitter, right? He's allowed Twitter. Like, that's the whole idea with Twitter is that you're allowed to f- say whatever you want and people can people can choose to follow you or not. And um, But because he talks about God, because he talks about the Lord and quotes the Bible, people get upset. And so you see where we're at now, where um, if you zoom out and ask, all right, we want to shut down the church worldwide. Well, you can't just do that, right? So here, what do we need? We need a a reason too. So let's do a health reason. Let's make it a health reason. And you look back and it's worked wonderfully, right? For in most places, places just closed down because there was this pressure on the churches to do the right thing. And it felt benevolent to close. It felt like, oh, we're doing this to protect our people. And then all they had to do is, oh, you guys are just wanting to stay open because you're wanting to get the offerings. You know, a couple of shots. And if a pastor or a group didn't have uh, the fortitude, it would easily close because of the eyes of the public, right? And then you see Pastor Rodney, who here, this is back last March when everything closed, Friday night here in Hillsborough County, the government order was given, Note, you know, everything closes. And then he decides we're still going live and we're still going to be open and we're still going to send out buses and we're not changing anything. And we still bus people in and we still had thousands of people. And, and, and then it goes on TMZ and it explodes. And then the next day, you know, he's arrested. And, um, and because of that arrest, you know, he became the first he became, became the first pastor in the world to be arrested because of this coronavirus issue, because of this in defiance of these orders, the first one in the world. 
right? And then since then, it was that same week that Governor Ron DeSantis declared that Florida would stay open, that church was essential services, an essential service. And then it was like a toppling thing from there, Texas and on down the line. And it was it was really that catalyst of Pastor Rodney that made it that many places, Florida is open to this day, Texas is open, there's many states and churches and places that are open. You know, there should be a big letter that the church is right to thank Pastor Rodney for what he did. That's my opinion. It's a fact, but it's my opinion. Um, but this really applies because if Pastor Rodney had given in to the wicked, if the godly give in to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. You know, there's churches now, there's, there's famous ministers now, people that I knew, people that I had listened to their sermons before, people who closed closed because of coronavirus and are opening now to be a center where you give they give vaccines you know who've just given into the wicked because they 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 have no <laughs> intestinal fortitude they have no uh cement in their stomach they they speak one thing but on the inside they're featherweights right they speak like a heavyweight and act like a featherweight <laughs> whatever the light is is welterweight flyweight you know whatever the scrawny, you know, the smallest group of people is. There's just, there's no cement in their feet, right? There's, there, there's no, I, I, there's a term that I don't want to use on this podcast. But they don't have anything. Anyway, let's move on. It's like polluting a fountain. And so what the interesting thing is, so I look at, you know, there's, there's one ministry in particular, and there's um, multiples, but one that's opening for major ministry, you know, I, I, I respect that. I don't listen to a whole lot of people outside of Pastor Rodney and like Kenneth Hagan and Oral Roberts. I never have spent a lot of time outside of, you know, I know what the Lord's called me to do, so I stay in my lane, right? Um, I listen to some people, but I stay in my lane because I know my assignment here on the earth. And, uh, but someone who I respected. But now, here we are a year later, and some of these places have never opened. And what is it? It's like polluting this ministry. It's that, it's that people have come this way. You know, there's ministries now that have come, spent so many years in preparation, building their ministry, building their brand, getting their name known, and then one decision now, and I will never, ever listen to those ministries ever again. Ever. Why? Because it's polluted. You, you're speaking one thing with the gospel, and your actions represented another. So for us, you know, things like this, we don't wish ill upon anybody you hope they get it right. You hope they stand up. You hope that they can realize the deceit and the, uh, the plan against to shut the church down. You hope they can see it and stop with this social justice nonsense, trying to please the communities. You know, I, I'm, there, was a, there were a couple churches, big churches that when this whole thing happened and they said close down, that came out and said, we won't be closed. We're going to, we are not going to be closed. We're going to, we are going to stay open. We're going to take extra precautions to sanitize, but we're staying open. And then the next day they got a call from, because they were a big church, they got a call from the local mayor of the, of the city, you know, or governor of the state. Hey, please, you know, and, and then they came back and you saw the knee jerk thing to stand up for the gospel. But then one call from the mayor is all it takes. You know, you know, we, we decided we're going to close. We got called by the mayor and we just want to have a good relationship with the city. And then they were six months later. And they're, and they're at 20% capacity. You know, this is what it means to, to pollute a fountain or muddy a spring. 
The gospel is the pure water of Jesus Christ, and it requires a pure vessel. But if you take the pure water of Jesus Christ and you put it in a dirty cup, and obviously that applies to to um, that applies to living a godly life. But it says if the godly give in to the wicked. You know, for us, this comes as a warning. Many times the way people finish their race or the way people live, there's people that you follow as an example, and then there's people you look at their life as a warning. And you see what they do as a warning for us for the next generation to to, to not make the same mistakes. I, man, I pray that my... That pray that I stay burning, and I've decided I'm staying on fire for the Lord, and that He puts that on the inside of me. That thing that'll say I'd rather die today standing up for the gospel, than 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 deny Him and have to live with that, knowing that 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 was knowing that I didn't have what it took uh, it took at, at this time to stand up for what mattered the most. And so you see where people where it's like these ministries now that had names that churches that'll never be the same because people know. You know, say what you want from the platform. People know you you were called to be a man and stand up and grow a pair and you didn't have it and you never got it together and you bowed to the wicked and you've polluted the spring and we can't listen. We're going to go drink water elsewhere because this one's muddied now. And so that's what you have to decide. You have to begin to look and see what am I standing up for and really make decisions beforehand. Make decisions before the time comes so that when the time comes, it's things that you've made up in your mind. If I'm ever faced with a decision between the gospel and between living and dying and standing up for the gospel, I'd rather die today and go and see Jesus and have a soul in his crown and a martyr's crown than be someone. You know, we're not there in this country, but the Lord could send people there. People listen to this podcast. You could be headed. The Lord could send you to a land where or this land could become contested like that. But it's, there's decisions that you can make beforehand. I'm standing up for the gospel. I'm not being persuaded to back off. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on the earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on the earth, I'll also deny before my Father in heaven. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and an in-law, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you're not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son and daughter more than me, you're not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you're not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you'll lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you'll find it. I pray that the Lord puts a fire on the, in, on the inside of every one of us, on the inside of everyone listening, that if the time was ever presented, if the day was ever presented where we're choosing, hey, you are, you know, there's, there's pastors today that are, that are having church at, at the risk of getting arrested. But I think people are getting fed up. And some people, it took them a full year. But, but decide now. You know, and it's not to be foolish and reckless. You, you stand up for the right thing. There's things that you don't need. You know, people get so, you know, I'm just going to stand up for something. And then they end up standing up for stupid things. I'm talking about standing up for what's right. Standing up for the gospel of Jesus Christ. The, the Bible tells me to do this. And as long as the Bible tells me to do it, if the government tells me to do something else, I'll obey the government. I'll Romans 13 up until the point with when your orders contradict what the Bible tells me to do. You know, there's countries where you can't win souls. You, there's, there's, there's whole countries that you cannot go out in public and preach the gospel in public. And so then what do you do? Because the Bible says go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 
you know, what do you do? Do you conform or do you decide, Lord, my life's in your hands. I'd rather live on fire for you for six months. And so that's where you have to count the cost beforehand. I'm not living for this life. You know, this life that I have here, this picture of a family and, and, and a wife and kids and a job and a retirement and all, all these things. That's not what I'm on this earth for. I'm here for the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's things in my life that can change. But me serving God is not one of them. Me taking up my cross is not one of them. Where and how I spend my retirement can change. You know, I don't believe the Lord's called me to be a martyr, but I've, in essence, laid down my life. I'm not out there trying to die for the gospel, but I'm, I'm choosing to live. So if the Lord, if that's part of what the Lord has for me, then so be it. So there's decisions you make beforehand. I'm not going to bow to the demands of the wicked. I'm not bowing to the demands of the wicked. I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it. I'm not conforming. Just like I don't conform to this world in my actions. I'm not conforming to the, to the demands of the wicked. I'm not bowing to the ungodly in any way. I'm not cooperating. People can say whatever they want, and they'll try and throw slander your way. You know, you stand up for the gospel. You go to church. Oh, you're endangering everybody. You say what you want. I'm bringing life to people. The message that I've got is the only one that matters on planet Earth. So it's, it's, it's contested territory. But don't be people that follow. Don't be sheep. I mean, follow the Lord, but don't be people that just go with the flow. We, we have a life ahead of us. You know, and the reason, the, the reason the Lord has me teaching on these lines and speaking on these lines is because there's a day coming where there's people who are listening will be faced with these. There's, there's people, I mean, some of you I know live in states where it's contested. And I'm not talking about masks here. This isn't a conversation about masks. I'm talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Bible doesn't cover masks, but the Bible does cover church and assembly and meeting together and preaching the gospel and working the works of God and laying hands on the sick, the, the, the gospel covers that. And so you make your decisions beforehand. I refuse to live a life and have a ministry, and because I don't have the fortitude on the inside to have my, 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 uh, my spring muddied and my fountain polluted, I'm a child of God. I'm going to finish well. I'm finishing I'm finishing how I started, full of passion, full of fire, with an unwillingness to compromise. And I believe you are too. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. If this podcast has helped you, please share it with your friends, social media, and that helps us get the word out. We love you. See you soon.